This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast and we're here at the Corrupt FM takeover as Bristol City came to Griffith Park. Final whistle's just gone and it's even Stevens as Griffith won. Bristol City won. You can see I'm a little bit down, disappointed because we had this game in the bag. Fantastic goal, Josh McEachran. No, not Josh McEachran, he's that Birmingham City. Josh Silva scored a fantastic curling goal, probably about 25, 30 yards. And listen, Bristol City, they looked a really good side, really technical, really on it, pressing us hard, very, very good players. But they didn't get a sniff on goal. And then we changed it up and decided to go five at the back, took off Sergi Canos, even though we were giving them loads of problems and they came back into the game. That, for me, was a very disappointing result. Yeah, man, I'm complete sickener at the end we did so well beautiful goal by De Silva goal of the season contender but towards the end it's just a small little error new players coming on the pitch not fully getting integrated into the side because of they're not being part of the thing and we just let it in and it was a poor goal to concede feels like a defeat to be honest Billy and it's a really weird one because I was saying that you know Bristol City were lofting the balls into the box and we were dealing with it every single time we weren't getting anywhere near the goal, near the goalkeeper. Every time we were clearing it, getting away. And then, ridiculously, we flipped it up at the back. And I don't know whether or not it's all of a sudden the players didn't know what positions they were going to be playing. It, it was all changed and uh, and it just, just just didn't work out. Possibly, possibly. But at this level, you've got to be able to adapt quickly. Like, Pinnock came on last time and he did well. So I, I can understand the reasoning behind it. Callas got booked a minute before that as well. So I can understand the reasoning. But the execution was poor, and we, we've, we've thrown away two points. We've thrown away two points, and we should have had six from two games. We've got four. We need to win away up Forest, really, to keep up the momentum with the, the top sides. So it's, it's, it's not a good day. It's not a good day. Same. You know, Bristol City came down there. I thought they were a good side. I actually really enjoyed this game. You know, I'm a bit, you know, a bit down at the end, but I thought it was a great game. I thought it was a good battle. There's a lot of tactical stuff going on out there. I thought City had some really good players. Um, the way that they overlapped with two players on this, uh, well, on, on our right-hand side here, caused us a lot of problems, but they never really got a proper sniff of the goal. So that was a bit of a gutter, wasn't it? Yeah, I couldn't see them scoring, but I agree with that. They look like a good team, and they look you can see why they're doing well. And they had some good players. I like the lad they took off, but I didn't think they were trying this at all. I wasn't sure we were going to score. We got the breakthrough. I thought that game was ours to see out, and 
I don't really know why we felt the need to tinker with the formation when we were keeping it pretty solid and unless it was to stop Canos getting sent off but to be fair he, he didn't really look like getting sent off he just had one incident and then the formation changed and you had a man unmarked which is a basic error that we haven't made too many at the back in, in, in there. We look, we look so solid so I agree I think we've thrown away two points there but still plenty of good stuff in it you know, we, we look, we're looking better um, but yeah right it's too, too close to the end of the game it's a bit disappointing we got Bristol City in the house here today listen I thought, listen, I'm going to say this. We said this a bit earlier. I thought Bristol I thought it was a really good day today. I thought two sides, you know, all fought each other. I thought Bristol City looked really good. Uh, Masongo, uh, Masongo looked, uh, he looked a really good player. You know, obviously, we, we, we know all about uh, Casey Palmer, really good player. We obviously know about Ben Lee, who got some really good saves today. Um, Bristol City, you know, I think today, even though you look really good, you didn't really ever sniff until the very, very end. And I think probably you're a bit lucky to have got a point today. I think that's a fair comment, mate. Um, yeah, we uh, a bit messy coming forwards. I think Brentford had the measure of us when we were coming forwards and a uh, great goal from Brentford. I mean, good goal from us, but at the end of the day, you know, like I said, City, I mean, you've, you've been unbeaten for, I mean, I don't know how many games. Obviously, you're a very difficult side to, to, to beat, you know, but today, did you, were you, you, you were watching this game today, were you a little bit nervous that you might have been a little bit overcome by the mighty bees? One word, yes. And, 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 and why is that then? <laughs> Um, we just didn't look organised enough. I just don't think we had the, the formation coming forwards, just lacking a bit of strength up front. Did you, I mean, again, do you think that was down to City or do you think it's down to Brentford who are, uh, I mean, for us, we were, for, for once, we were actually passing the ball faster, you know, normally a little bit pedestrian, but passing the ball faster, passing all around it. We looked strong, you know, in the midfield. We were actually going in for the tackles. Do you think that was actually stopping you playing your usual game? Um, I think, yeah, I think we were given no time on the ball, especially coming forwards. And I think, yeah, just couldn't, couldn't get organised up front. So, yeah, I think probably Brentford's strength up, you know, in the midfield probably did uh, get the better of us there. But you've got the point at the end of the day. So does this, uh, does this sort of kind of give you a bit of hope, a ray of hope that, you know, Bristol City can uh, pull out wins even though they shouldn't do, which is a sign of a team that might be uh, well, a, a promotion-chasing team. Yeah, I mean, I think we showed that last season as well. Games that we probably shouldn't have got any points at all, we you know squeaked away with one point, and that kept us up there you know, for a lot of last season. So, who knows? Who knows, maybe this season, games where we should be coming away with no points, we come away with one, that could keep us in contention. People just do nothing on the takeover <laughs> today. Corrupt FM. You know, you've got Beats, you've got Grinder, and you've got... DJ Steve's on there. You feeling the, you feeling the music today? Absolutely loving it. It's probably a bit of a highlight for me tonight. <laughs> the garage. You're a bit of a garage girl. Love it, mate. Love it, mate. Can't stop moving to this beat. Nah, that's right. You, you, you can stay down here. You don't have to go back to Bristol. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, fair enough, mate. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah. Listen. So um, I, I'm sort of you know. Listen. We got to keep a positive on these things. And at the end of the day, we we look good today um, compared to a few. Look, quite a few games today. And um, on any other day we would have won that one and uh, one little slip up fluffed it for us didn't it yeah I'll, I'll be honest my view is that we didn't need to change formation I think we changed formation didn't quite know what our roles were we weren't really under pressure when we changed formation and I think the slip up came from the manager not the defence but it's just my view before that game I mean, obviously a slip up before that game we were looking quite tidy you know we looked like we were Keen, we were potty for it. We were passing the ball around. You know, um, you know, De Silva had come in place. Um, we we slopped him, slipped him in in place of, of Jensen today for various reasons. I think Jensen got a knock uh, at Barnsley 
at the weekend, and 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 but we still looked um, quite a good side today, didn't we? We looked decent. We looked solid enough. I think. Um, I think actually we lacked a little bit of the invention of Jensen. I, th- I think Josh De Silva scored a, a worldie. Don't get me wrong. I think up until that point, he probably hadn't given us the event- invention in the role that we needed that Jensen gives us week in week out. That said, when Jensen came here, on actually he didn't play especially well. We looked decent. I think Bristol City are a decent side as well. One-one, probably a fair result. So post-match, well, the full court here and. The- Everyone's feeling a little bit deflated because, you know, you're not saying we should get three points because Bristol City, as we say again, I thought we were a very good side, but, you know, it was in the bag there and just one little mistake and uh, all of a sudden two points was uh, was, was wiped off our, our result today, wasn't it? Well, you kind of wonder whether the person who put in the assist for their goal should have still been on the on the pitch after that. Well, that was the first time I've ever seen Cage fighting at Griffin Park, to be honest. Yeah, uh, the, bu- the bundle over, you mean? Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't pretty. I thought we should have gone for that. And what are you talking about? Just the incident? What, what incident are you talking about? Well, when Sergio Canos and Jack Hunt came and uh, he sent him over the barrier, and I thought that I thought the ref was too lenient there. I mean, the ref, he gave two yellow cards when, uh, when a player pushes somebody over the barrier. You would have thought that the player would have got a red card, but he didn't, did he? No, and, that you know, it is what it is, and I think... Uh, I think overall the performance was excellent tonight. Was, I still think we lack, lack a bit of cutting edge up front, but the goal by Josh De Silva, I mean, that was, I was right behind that. What a brilliant strike that was. And, and, and fair play to him. He's come in the side. A lot of people had a little bit of question marks because he came in for Jensen, who apparently might, might have had a bit of a knock on Saturday and every, on Sunday, and everyone thought that we might have lost a bit of creative flair. But Josh De Silva came in and just did what he had to do, didn't he? Yeah, I think, uh, I think he's probably underestimating what he can do and, uh, and today we certainly saw some of his best play and I think I think overall we've got to be happy with that performance and going into the into the Forest game I think there's there's lots to be happy with there and just got to find those goals to kill the game and I mean talk about it's about goals to kill the game but also it's game management as well and you know listen the game was ticking out there and you know and maybe we tried to be a little bit too clever players were trying to flick and do little tricks out there to, instead of just trying to clear the ball and I think we just got a bit caught out didn't we well, it was just a bit unfortunate before their equaliser. Ollie Watkins had a really good chance, and he, I think it was about 10 yards out with the volley, and he just didn't quite connect with it. And it was just on the, and the next attack, and they got that goal. And uh, hopefully, you know, those things will, will be sorted out, and we will get better at that. And um, obviously, we've still got Corellis to come in as well to start to play his part. So, so maybe that will start to happen soon. Saturday we've got Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest, you know, I've been, been, been looking at them because I've got quite a few Nottingham Forest chums, and they are... They're, they're a difficult side to beat, you know. They haven't been beaten in a long time, you know. They haven't been in, in a while, and they also know how to defend from what he looks like, but also nick that goal. So we need to be even doubly on our A game. So, I mean, probably playing Bristol City today and uh, them being as good side as well is probably a good little tester for us, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think defensively, you know, we we did okay today. I, I thought I thought we were going to see it out, but as you say, every every game in this division at the moment is tough when you look at what's covering the top sort of 10 teams you can throw a blanket over it so it's it's really hard and you know we've reached that 10 game uh, part of the season where we start to look at it but I, I just think at the moment it's just so hard to tell because there are so many good teams in this division we've got the Bristol in the house today and like I said to you really good game today I enjoyed it a bit gutted like I said to you but you would be if you let in a goal three minutes from the end but like I said to you two good sides battling out today a little bit of a tactical thing going on I think Bristol got away with uh, getting a point today but still you know you guys uh, you're probably uh, a, little, a little bit more critical about your side than maybe I have been haven't you well we played we that is Bristol City we played poorly 
and were disappointed with the chances that we did create. In the end, we'd got one on target, good header by Vyman, who's a bit like a Duracell bunny and runs and runs and runs. Superb effort, absolutely spot on. A lot of players played for us today that sort of came to the party, but sadly our midfield was a little bit lacking, and I thought only Brownell really gave um, a good account of himself. Our defence was pretty good, but I was quite impressed with two or three lads uh, for Brentford. They always seem to play good football, and I ain't just saying that because we're having this discussion now. I always like coming to Brentford because it's uh, it's a sort of quite a buzzy little place, but more importantly, Brentford always seem to want to get the ball down and play football. So, you know, it's a contrasting uh, aspects of the game. Two teams trying to get the ball down and playing a bit of football, so it's good. And interesting, I mean, what players were you impressed with for Brentford today? Well, you've always got to watch Watkins because he's on fire at the moment. I thought the number 12 was excellent. That's Makocho, Camo Makocho. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jansen's always a bit of a handful. He's a bit of a bloody nuisance, to be honest. But having said that, he was fairly steady. He didn't give us much in the way of opportunities. I thought your fullbacks raided quite well, given the opportunity. And um, I remember, you know, Brentford have always had good attacking midfield players. Um, and people like Alan Judge as well, you know, going back. Canos was a little bit in and out today, uh, but he's still a threat. He's still a threat, so you have to be a little bit careful. But and all the- in all, happy with a point after going behind. And there's an argument that for we say that you know Kenos, um he got he got bowled over by um, I'm not sure which player it was for yours that bowled him over the uh, he, he pushed him over the basically pushed him over the fence he pushed him over into the fans and he was the player that actually laid on your goal as well and there's an argument that your player should have got a red card today because he actually threw him over the fence but the referee settled for a yellow card so that's one of the things that the Brentford fans may feel a little bit rankled about. I can get that, but the fact of the matter is that Canos kicked the ball away unsportingly. So at the end of the day. What goes around comes around. Serve him right. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, Bristol City today, like I said, you've got good results. Um, how confident are you? Because luckily your side today, you've gone into the season with a lot of confidence and you feel that you might actually uh, do something this season. I'm never confident. I'm a glass half empty. But there again, I have had a several glasses today, so that's not a bad thing. But it depends on... Our strikers. The bottom line is we have lost Benekafobe, who came to us on loan, and he was absolutely superb. He's out for the season, so we're trying to get through the season with just three strikers, and that's not easy in this league. Not easy at all. If we we only need one to pick up a knock, if Vyman picks up a knock, for example, our forward line is going to be a little bit pedestrian. So we're going to have to be a little bit lucky, or we need to bring somebody in in the January window. Love to see. Oh, well, I'm going to make you feel better. You've got three strikers. You've got two more than us. <laughs> hey ho! <laughs> all right, safe journey back. Cheers, mate. Cheers. All the best. All the best. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we've got the Bristol City fans in the house. We're back in the pub here as well today. And like I said to you, I mean, I could probably look back in the, ne- in the next day or two and say, look, I enjoyed that game because I did enjoy that game. I thought it was good. We were toe to toe. Good game today. Um, Brentford are really unlucky not to get the three points. I'm not trying to be rose-tinted glass because even the Bristol City fan I've got here thinks exactly the same thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I thought Brentford were the better team and I thought City were lucky to get out of it with a point. And I'm hardcore. Now, I thought Brentford played really well. They are all over us like a rash. And the percentage of uh, possession in the first half had to be 80-20, didn't it, in the first half? 
probably you know 80 20 but then you're the away side and you know the fear that we had is that if we weren't going to score the goals you might have nicked it but you didn't really have a sniff on goal though did you not not really uh there was one breakaway chance when your goalie scored uh, pulled a blinding save off when we had a, uh, a sort of deflected rebound and the ball was in on goal and he should have scored actually but didn't do it did he and, and interesting because it's Dave Bentner, Dan Bentley's, uh, David Bentley, it's a bit of an in-joke there, Dan Bentley's first uh, return to Griffin Park since yeah. he left for pastures new, as he said, and uh, he was kept very busy today, wasn't he? Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's a good good acquisition for City, he's a good shot stopper, he's very solid, and actually kept us in the game. I was three really good saves, three really good saves I can think of, and the one that beat him would have beat anybody. Yeah. Now it was a good goal. I mean, saying that, and I'm coming back to the City team. Like I said to you, Masongo, was it Masongo down on the right? Like I said to you, you were, you were overlapping us. You were, you know, you were, you were, you were yeah, really pressing us hard, and you were playing very good. And also, like that I said, boy's, that boy's good. even in the midfield, like you see, you know, you were, you were causing us problems, but we were battling harder than we have done in quite a few weeks today. And like I said, don't put yourself down because you know. We're, we're football fans here and we always give respect to, to other fans and I just thought that, that you as a team you as, as a good team just probably the end product today was missing which is surprising because Bristol City I thought were a team that scores goals well we, we have been a team that scores goals but a phobe, uh we got a phobe and we were scoring for fun and now he's he's done his uh, cruciate ligaments he's out for the season and while we had him we were dynamite but now we haven't got him we don't look so good so look this season you know, you've had a fairly decent set of results. You're, you're up there. Today's result was probably a good result for you as well today. How do you see the season going? Um, probably more of the same. Frustrating, very good games, interspersed with very average games. And, and see, we actually, I don't think we played that well today, to be honest. I thought Brentford closed us down, gave us no space, and we didn't have an answer for it. Um, until we find our passing game. We, Brentford played the sort of football I want to see City play. There you go. I mean, that's interesting, and that's good for us because we've been we've been uh, frustrated because we haven't been playing the type of football that we we've always seen us playing the last couple of seasons, and maybe we're starting to find our feet. You definitely were. I, I, I thought you were, I thought you were by far the better team, and uh, with five minutes to go, one 0 Brentford, I thought we're, we've had it. But then uh, look at look what happened in the last three minutes, wasn't it? Eighty-seven minutes was it? The equaliser, and it was a good goal in the end. The City goal was well taken, and yeah, I think you were robbed actually. <laughs> That says it all. I ain't gonna... like two seasons ago, we, we robbed you then as well. Yeah. Your, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're Robert. Don't you ever come back here and rob us again. <laughs> You're welcome. Nice one. Good to talk. So listen, the Bristol fans, are all, they're all lining up. They're lining up today as well. We've got the one stream in Bristol. Stan in the house here as well. And, uh, and tell you something as well. This is the last time you're going to be at Griffin Park with the tears streaming from your eyes. They were, yeah. We, lit, we actually laid a reef outside, sort of rest in peace, Griffin Park. Um, we've had uh, a mixed bag of results so over the last f- uh, four years. This is the fourth time in a row I've come to Griffin Park. Uh, despite the lack of seats in the, in the terraces and the likelihood of spraining or fracturing an ankle uh, when you score a goal, I've had a great time. Um, we all remember the tour draw and Bobby Reid scored last minute. Probably one of the best away days I've ever been to, most enjoyable. Last season, sort of terrorising Neil Morpega going off crying and Edison scoring the last minute it was good um, yeah we like Griffin Park I was really disappointed to see as well that in the new stadium we're going to be put in the corner rather than behind the goal um, apart from Burton Albion away this is the only experience I've had as a 23 year old of a terrorist away end I'm used to sort of being told where to sit um, but yeah after today 
despite scoring the last minute quite drab not particularly positive about the result and it's three draws in a row really it's interesting because you say it was a drab game I mean for us we thought it was even though like you know we thought it was quite an exciting game we thought it was say, exciting but we thought it was quite technical you know we were on our toes you were on our toes we thought you were quite good except for the end product as well and, uh, and for us you know seeing us for the beginning of the season where we thought that we were a bit disappointing we thought that we picked up our game a bit uh, I think you were fine I, I, I'm sorry I, I'm sorry to offend Bedford fans I was using drab to describe us I thought you guys were fine you guys sort of showed what it meant to be sort of a frantic uh, fast paced championship team I thought your touching and your passes and your interplay was actually very good I mean I've, I must admit I'm pretty ignorant to Brentford this season I've only seen the game away to Barnsley recently and you guys look great albeit Barnsley a pretty, uh, pretty terrible team um, I thought you guys were the better team I felt almost a bit embarrassed to take uh, two points from you and end up with a with a one or a draw um, I don't know if it was I guess possibly a fair result maybe you guys should have just shaved it you certainly shaved the, the, the general play and chances Dan Bentley your ex-keeper was the was the busier of the two Raya really didn't get any te- sort of wasn't really tested apart from the insults we were throwing towards him and his mother behind the goal um, no I thought Brentford looked good I'm surprised you guys are so far down I'm sure you'll climb the table it seems a, a, a repetitive thing for Brentford sort of do terrible for their first several games and, and slowly reach their pressure ons but I don't know. You know we've had lots of great games Bristol City this season maybe we were just due a, a, a poor performance for once so we're still in the boozer here and people are people are happy people are mixing we've got Bristol City we've got the bees in the house here and uh, people are just reminiscing the fact that maybe we missed out on a point and maybe the midfield which was jumping at one stage probably probably lost a little bit at, at, at one point is that right? I'd say, yeah, I'd agree with that completely. I'd say we're all very happy with the performance that we had today. Um, I'd say that in the last 10 minutes, we lost the impetus in midfield. And why is that then? Uh, Due to the changes. Due to the changes and introducing uh, players who usually start... Say, I'm not, you know, it's, it's difficult to name. Well, just give names. us names, just name names, it doesn't matter. Listen, Jensen, 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 right? Like, he usually starts every game, right? So, for him to come in uh, during a game where we're winning and to come into a high intensity game against a, a high quality team like Bristol and lose the energy that Camo provided in midfield. So Camo came off. Camo came off, and I, 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 I just truly feel that. You know, we uh, it's, it's, it, we just lost the impetus, basically. So, so you're saying that Camo was had an energy that, in the side, and he was he was driving the side, and we lost that when he went off. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So we lost the we lost that speed of interception. We lost the speed of of, of uh, putting the opposition players uh, on the back foot, essentially, in terms of what they're going to do. Second thinking, where's this guy going to go? And uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, it just. And so, do you think that lost us the two points then? You think directly? Do you think that? I'm just wondering. Just be, be truthful. Uh, look, I mean, there's obviously many factors. You can't just you can't just put it down to one factor in itself. I think that uh, it, it didn't help, basically. But then, look, give the man 90 minutes. He's a professional athlete. He's played in the Africa for nations, playing for 90 minutes. So you're camo king. You're the camo king, are you? I, I appreciate Camo's contribution to the team but I also appreciate Jensen because he brings another aspect to it and he is a quality quality player uh, uh, equally Josh De Silva absolutely he is going to be one for the future he's going to go so 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 far 
Um, so, question, so if you had two in the midfield, you've got no guard at the back there. If you had two in the midfield, who would you pick? So we've got a three-man midfield. Yeah. So I'm just saying, if you had the, you've, you've got no guard in there already, who's the other two that you're going to pick? You've got Camo, you've got De Silva, and you've got Jensen. You've got two. I'd have Camo, I'd have De Silva, and I'd have Norgard at the protecting back. Okay, interesting, interesting. So there we go. There we have it. We've got more managers at Brentford than, uh, well, than, than, than Barclays back, don't we? <laughs> yeah, but I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a numpty on Eden Road, mate. Like, nah, there's no numpties, man. We're all fans, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's all good. So loads of views. Bees, Robins in the house. Good selection of fans here today. Again, keep saying this, I, I thought it was a good game. Uh, I thought we played really well. I thought we fluffed it a bit. But hey, this is, listen, I'd rather fluff it against a decent side than the Birmingham City, who are really, really awful and they beat us. So um, that's my upside to things. Does that make you feel better? No. I'm, I'm really still gutted, Bill. I thought, I thought the game was won. Uh, I honestly did. I, 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 you know, admittedly, I was watching the clock down from about 25 minutes. Um, after that won the goal by Josh De Silva, I honestly think Bristol City were decent. Yeah, of course, but they weren't causing us any problems. And um, then he, sw- he swapped um, Canos for Pinnock, and we're like going, what's going on? And I think it confused us, and I think it set a little bit of confusion in the team. I thought Norsgaard was then wandering around trying to explain where everyone should be and I think it, 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 was, a, it was a grain of doubt with Sone and, uh, you know, I'm not saying it was, you know, I, I just, I thought you would swap like for like at that stage and I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm confused still. I thought the game was won. I thought we deserved it. You're right, Bristol City were decent but no great shakes. It's a massive missed opportunity. I'm, I'm probably as gutted about that. Winning two games on the trot is something we need to, to do. Going into Forest, if we could have got something out of Forest, and all of a sudden, three out of three. But then we're, you know, we're looking at four points out of the last two games. Isn't awful, but it should have been six. You know, it's a wasted opportunity. I mean, wasted opportunity. But there are, and I'm going to say to you, I'm going to be the glass half full. There were some positives out of this game, the way that we played Camo in the middle. I mean, Camo against Barnsley, I didn't think was particularly great. We, we brought him into the side, we went 4-3-3 three, three, and we slotted him in there. But today, he showed glimpses of what old school Camo is about. Yeah, well, we should be expecting that, you know. Um, yeah, obviously there were, but I thought a lot of players did play pretty well tonight. We deserve to be one up and we deserve to win it. Again, I just go back, massive missed opportunity. Missed opportunity on the besotted pride of West London podcast. Pride of West dot London. Check us out. We've got a radio show Monday, 8 till 9 o'clock. Also, Saturday, we're going to Nottingham Forest. We're going to have a brilliant time at Nottingham Forest. We're getting down there very, very early. Getting there about 10, 10, 30. We've been given all sorts of new bars by the Forest Massive. We're going to a bar just by the canal, just by the river near the station as well. A new one. Not the one that we normally go to with the, with the canal boat in it, but a different one we're going to go to. Then we're going to be checking out all sorts of different bars in Nottingham with our Nottingham chums. And then afterwards, we're going to be there all after the game and very, very late. So we look forward to that. So check it out. and We'll have a podcast after the game as well. But listen, we lost. Well, we didn't lose. We didn't lose. We haven't lost for a while. But we drew today to Bristol City. But at the end of the day... We, uh, we, 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 we're still doing all right and we're moving forward and we're in the pub and we're going to give our usual as we say come on you bees
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.